Welcome to the Author Ads Academy podcast. This is episode number 36. I'm your host, Matt Holmes, and thank you for joining me today. Hope you're having a fantastic week. So today, what we're focusing on is Amazon Ads Sponsored Products Manual Targeting Campaigns. So in the last episode, last week, we were focusing on the automatic targeting campaigns. And as I covered in last week's episode, you don't have a huge amount of control with those. They're mainly used for discovery, and they are particularly good at keeping up with targeting new releases in your genre. They're good for finding new search trends, you know, search terms that people are looking for and perhaps trends change over time. They're really, really good for discovery. In some instances, they can be used for scaling, but generally they're more geared towards discovery. Now, with manual targeting campaigns, you can be very specific about what you are targeting. And primarily what you can be targeting with manual targeting campaigns is keywords and ASINs. And there's a few different variations you, that you can use to, to do that, which we'll cover today. And when you're targeting keywords and ASINs, the big difference really between the manual targeting and the automatic targeting is that with manual targeting, you have the capability to actually set a unique bid for each target. So whether that's a keyword or an ASIN, you can set a unique bid for that particular target. Now with automatic targeting campaigns, you can only adjust bids for four different targeting groups. So we have close match, loose match, substitutes and complements. And within those four groups, there are different keywords and ASINs that Amazon is targeting for you on your behalf. But you don't have control over what is actually being bid for those particular targets within those targeting groups. So with manual targeting campaigns, you have a lot more control over the campaign performance. And what you can target with manual targeting campaigns is keywords. And these are available to target in different match types. There's three match types, which we'll cover in a future episode. There's broad match, phrase match, and exact match. And they each have their own unique uh, uses and purposes and pros and cons. So we'll cover those in a future episode. And then you can also target ASINs. So by ASINs, I mean other books in your genre or anything on Amazon, really. You can target any ASIN on Amazon. And then we have categories as well. So you can target books within a particular category. So moving on then to the campaign structure and how we actually use these manual targeting campaigns. One thing to mention at first is that we can't target ASINs and keywords in the same ad group. You can target ASINs and keywords in the same campaign by using different ad groups. So think of ad groups like folders within a campaign. So one campaign can have multiple folders slash ad groups within that campaign. Now, another recommendation is to not use the same match types for keywords in the same ad group. So I mentioned earlier about the different keyword match types, broad match, phrase match, and exact match. And Ideally, you want to be separating these out into separate ad groups or separate campaigns. So you'd have, for example, one campaign with all the match types in, but within that campaign, you've got one ad group targeting broad match, one ad group targeting phrase match, and one ad group targeting exact match. Or you could have one campaign per match type. So you'd have one campaign targeting broad match, one campaign targeting phrase match, and one campaign targeting exact match. So there's a few different ways that you can go about this. And I mean, the main reason that you want to actually separate out these match types is because they perform so differently and have very different uses. 
But as I mentioned, I'll have an entire episode dedicated to match types coming up very, very soon. So a great way to use manual campaigns is to use a funnel structure. So you're essentially moving keywords and ASINs from your auto campaigns into your manual campaigns. For example, if you see a keyword or an ASIN in your auto campaign that converts well, then you would add that target into the relevant manual campaign as you can have far more control over that specific keyword or that specific ASIN in a manual targeting campaign. In automatic targeting campaigns, you have no control over that specific keyword or that specific ASIN. Now, if you have a tight budget for Amazon ads or you just don't have the time to manage lots and lots of different campaigns, here's a simple funnel structure that I like to use that can work really, really well. So you have one automatic targeting campaign, advertising book one of a series, or it could be advertising multiple books in a series. So you could actually advertise you know, books one to six in the same campaign. But to keep things simple, let's say we're going to be targeting book one of a series with one automatic targeting campaign. And then we have a second campaign, which is a manual targeting campaign, advertising that same book one. But within that campaign, we have four different ad groups. So essentially, you're going to be having two campaigns per book one of a series. It's a simple, clean account structure and it works really, really well. So what we do is we have one broad match ad group, one phrase match ad group, one exact match ad group, and one ASIN ad group. So you start your automatic targeting campaign first. You let it run for 14 days, and then you peel out any keywords that generated two or more sales or borrows from the automatic targeting campaign into the phrase match ad group of your manual targeting campaign. And ASINs that generated two or more sales or borrows, you move those from the auto campaign into the ASIN targeting ad group within your manual campaign. So I know that might sound a little bit complicated, but honestly, it's really, really simple. It's the most sort of basic structure you can do for graduating keywords and ASINs that perform well in the auto targeting campaigns. Now, there's a little bit of uh, controversy about negating keywords and ASINs from the automatic targeting campaigns. Personally, it's something I used to do, but I've actually recently been seeing much better results when I don't negate things in the auto campaign. So what you can do and what some advertisers do is that they will uh, move something from an automatic targeting campaign into a manual targeting campaign. And then that particular target, whether it's a keyword or an ASIN, they actually negate it in the auto campaign. But the reason that I've been seeing better results when I don't do this recently is because the auto campaigns and the manual campaigns have different placements across Amazon. So they perform very differently. And, you know, if it's working well in the auto, then if it isn't broke, don't fix it, as the saying goes. So I'll be covering negative targeting in a future episode. But for now, I would just ignore the negative targeting when you're moving things from the auto to the manual campaigns. So after that initial two week period and you've moved and you know graduated some keywords and some ASINs into the manual targeting campaign, you want to be doing that same process of moving those keywords and those ASINs on a weekly basis after that. Now the phrase match ad group, why I recommend you move things from the auto, you know, the keywords from the auto into the phrase match ad group of your manual campaign is because it's going to allow you to discover even more keywords that you can use for your targeting. Now, the exact match ad group within your manual targeting campaign is reserved for your absolute best performing keywords. Again, I'll be covering keyword match types in an upcoming episode. But you know, if a keyword continues to perform well in the phrase match ad group, 
you can move it into the exact match ad group or sometimes the phrase match ad group will actually discover more keywords that you can then move into the exact match ad group. And, you know, of course, this two campaign structure, your account structure, you begin to need to do this for each series if you're advertising book one of a series. So it's two campaigns per series if you're advertising book one. So if you've got multiple series, say, say you've got five series, then you would have 10 campaigns, two campaigns per series. But there are so many different ways that we can actually use manual targeting campaigns, particularly if you have a larger budget and have the time to manage more campaigns. So let's start by digging into one tactic, which is using category targeting. So I mentioned this briefly earlier. Now this category targeting approach allows you to cast a wide net and you're targeting an entire category of books. So for example, you could target all the books listed in the category of crime thriller. Now most categories available to target on the Kindle store, the bookstore and the Audible store. So they're three different stores really. And with taking our crime thriller example, you'd have crime thriller books in the Kindle store, you'd have crime thriller books in the bookstore, and by bookstore I mean print books. And then you'd potentially have crime thriller books in the Audible store. Now not all categories are available in each of those three stores, but most of them are, or a variation of them are. So if you're advertising the Kindle version of your book, I'd recommend that you pick the Kindle store. If you're advertising the paperback version of your book, pick the bookstore. This just helps to ensure that you're targeting your print book to readers of print books or your Kindle books to readers of other Kindle books. So it can be good at finding new books to target in manual campaigns with these category targeting campaigns. And I do recommend that you use low bids with these category targeting campaigns in most instances because they can spend money very quickly because they're casting such a wide net. And they are also really, it's another way of discovering ASINs to target. So it's more of a discovery campaign similar to the auto campaign. You're just being a little bit more specific about the types of books that you're targeting. And with category targeting campaigns, you're not targeting keywords. It's purely ASINs that you're targeting. Now, you can actually refine category targeting by selecting a price bracket and or you can actually also uh, select a particular review bracket of books that you're targeting and target books that are worse than yours in the reader's eyes. For example, they could be higher priced or they could have poorer reviews slash ratings. So, you know, for example, you could target books priced 99 cents and above or between $2.99 and $4.99, or you could target anything above $3.99. And coming back to the reviews or the ratings, you could target books with a review rating of three stars or less, for example. Now, this refinement just helps to hone in on the quality and the price of the books that are being targeted with this category targeting campaign and hopefully reducing some ad spend, you know, wasted ad spend. We want to try and reduce that as much as possible. But at the same time, we still want to get our books out there in front of people, in front of the right readers. So there's a bit of a balance to be made there. And when you do start using refinements to say, I don't want to show my books on any other books on Amazon that are priced less than $2.99, for example, then that is going to reduce the amount of volume and the amount of potential traffic that can come to your book product pages. But it's not always a game of quantity. It's more a game of quality and showing Amazon that your books convert well. So there is a bit of a balance there to be made. Now moving on to keyword targeting then. Now you may have ideas of how people search for your books 
and you want to target those search terms within a manual targeting campaign. For example, if you're targeting readers who are searching for crime thriller books, or fantasy books for adults, or chapter books for kids aged 7 to 12, you can get really, really specific with keywords that you want to target. And if you're using the two campaign structure setup that I went through earlier, you want to put these keywords into your broad match ad group to begin with, and then you want to move any converting keywords downstream to your phrase match ad group, and from there, any really, really good converting keywords, you want to move those into your exact match ad group. Now, something I want to cover here is long tail and short tail keywords. You may have heard of these. It tends to come from the, the world of Google ads, you know, Google uh, AdWords. And essentially, long tail keywords, they're generally, they're sort of, you know, three, four, five words long, something like that, sometimes longer. They're more lower funnel, they're more targeted, they're more specific. People know exactly what they're looking for when they're using long tail keywords. But generally, these long tail keywords have less search volume than short tail keywords. For example, a long tail keyword might be British crime thriller books for men. That's an example of a long tail keyword. So it's got six words in there, six individual words, and it's counted as a long tail keyword. Now, short tail keywords, they're not overly targeted. They don't speak to a specific type of book they're looking for. The reader is browsing for ideas for the next read. They're essentially window shopping, lower intent in their search. They're higher in the funnel. And these short tail keywords, they reach a different audience and they drive more exposure. And on top of that, they also have more search volume. So a short tail keyword example might be crime books. So they've got an idea of what they're after, a vague idea, a crime book, but they're not very specific about what type of crime book that they're actually looking for. So with these... Uh, short tail keywords, you're going to get a lot of visibility and a lot of awareness. You're going to get a lot of eyes on your books. And this is why short tail keywords are a really good way to go when you're just in that sort of initial discovery phase. You're trying to get your books out in front of many people as possible. Now, they're not going to be as profitable as long tail keywords, but they do drive a lot of traffic to your books. Now, speaking of long tail keywords, you don't want to ignore these because they do perform really well. They convert higher than short tail keywords. Yes, they do have lower search volume, but they actually deliver stronger results because they're very specific and people know what they're looking for when they're using long tail keywords. Another type of keyword campaign you can use is to target authors. So you could target comp authors, um, authors that are similar to the books that you write and a great place to find these is actually on your Amazon author page down the left hand side of the page you'll see um, a list of authors who have had their books bought by the same people that have bought, bought your books so these are really really good to target and you can target things like the actual author name themselves you could target their book titles their series titles perhaps they've got particular characters that are very you know, they're very well known and readers search for the characters more than the actual title of the book or the author name. And you can also target your comp authors ASINs. So you can target their specific books. Now, I like to have one campaign per comp author. So within that one campaign for that one author, I have two ad groups. I have a keyword ad group and I generally use phrase match for those keywords. And then the second ad group is an ASIN targeting ad group where I'm targeting the actual ASINs of this comp author. Now, if a comp author of yours writes in multiple different genres, then you want to really be more specific about the types of their books that you're targeting with the ASINs. So, and the keywords really, that you want to be targeting 
the books that are most similar to yours or the series that are most similar to yours. Now, speaking of ASIN targeting, you can actually use this to be a bit more, cast a bit more of a wider net than actually going after your comp authors. So you can target specific books on Amazon and appear on their product pages. Now, in the main, these ASIN targeting campaigns, they do appear on product pages mainly, but they can also appear in search results. And what you can do is set a specific bid for a specific ASIN. So as I just mentioned, you can target the ASINs of your comp authors, but then you could also target books in your also board. You could target books in the top 100 of your categories. You could also target books that appear at the top of the search results for search terms that relate to your advertised books. Now, ASIN targeting is generally more expensive than keyword targeting just because of the high level of specificity. I can't say that word. The high level of you know, being very specific about what you're targeting. But they do convert really, really well. And with this ASIN targeting approach, you can essentially piggyback off high ranking books. So you're picking books that are ideally ranked in the top five to 10,000 just because they get a good amount of traffic each day. You know, if you're targeting a book that's ranked at 100,000, it might get, you know, two, three, four, five visits a day at most. Whereas if you're targeting books in the top five, 10,000, then you're getting a lot of traffic each day, a lot of eyeballs on that particular page. And with ASIN targeting, your ads are going to appear in the sponsored products carousel on their book product page. So these top ranking books, they get traffic to their book product page, either organically or through ads. And readers will look around this book's info. So, you know, the description, the reviews, etc., the A plus content, and they're going to see lots of other books available on that product page too. And with all, you know, with all the also bots, the also view, the also read, all the carousels of uh, ads. And if you can get your book into the carousel, you know, the sponsored products carousel, the ads carousel on that product page, and get ideally onto that first row of those sponsored products, then your book could attend, potentially appeal to them more than the book they initially came to learn more about. So they might click on your ad and actually buy your book instead of that first one that they came to see. So ASIN targeting is really, really powerful. And it can also it can have a big impact on the behavior of your also bought on your product pages and the other product pages of these other books as well. So they're really, really good ads to use with your Amazon advertising strategy. And finally, we have brand defense. So brand defense is essentially targeting keywords that are related to your brand and targeting also your ASIN. So you would target your author name, your book titles, your series titles, your characters, and your ASINs. So I like to have a couple of campaigns for these um, brand defense campaigns, um, two per series normally. So I have one campaign for keywords in phrase match and exact match, one ad group for each. And within these two ad groups, it's the same keywords I'm targeting, but one is in phrase match and one ad group is those same keywords in exact match. And this is just because they perform so differently. And the phrase match is gonna drive more search volume, but the exact match tends to be a little bit more profitable, even though there's less search volume there. And then the second campaign for brand defense is I'm targeting the ASINs of a particular series. So for example, book one is going to be targeting books two, three, four, and five. And book two is going to be targeting books one, three, four, and five, etc. So essentially you are self-targeting and you're protecting your own product pages because these self-targeting async campaigns, they're going to be appearing on your book product page. And essentially you are 
protecting that real estate of your product page because if you're not advertising on your book product page you can guarantee that somebody else will be and if someone else is advertising on your product page then it's likely that well there's a higher potential that someone's going to buy somebody else's book rather than one of yours so it's just a good way to protect your own real estate now amazon deems you highly relevant for your own search terms and asins for obvious reasons so you will you know nine times out of ten you're going to see really low cost per clicks and high conversion rates with these brand defense campaigns if you're a brand new author and no one is really looking for you on Amazon, there's not really any need to set up the keyword targeting campaign for your own branded keywords just yet. Um, I'd recommend that you wait, you know, two, three, four months before you start these campaigns. And, you know, you really want to be seeing your branded keywords appearing in your automatic targeting campaigns. Once they start appearing in there, that's going to be the main place that they're going to start appearing. Then you can start targeting these keywords these branded keywords with manual targeting campaigns. And as I mentioned, you want to separate out these brand defense campaigns into their own campaigns because due to the high performance of these campaigns, your data is going to be skewed if you mix it in with non-branded keywords and other ASINs, so other authors' ASINs. Um, so these brand defense campaigns tend to have really, really good ACOS scores. Again, ACOS is something we'll cover in a future episode. But if you have these branded keywords and these your own ASINs mixed with non-branded keywords and ASINs, your ACOS and all the other data in that campaign is going to be really, really skewed because of these branded keywords and ASINs. And you know, even if you're performing well organically for your own search terms, you really want to be advertising with these brand defense campaigns just because of getting more exposure out there for your books so your if someone types in your author name for example and your books appear organically in the search results there's going to be other people other authors who are also targeting your author name and they're going to be appearing at the top of the search results with their books and your books are going to be pushed further down the search results so really you want if you're targeting your own branded keywords so your author name, your book titles, etc. You're going to be appearing at the top of the search results, both in terms of the ads and with the organic results. So you're taking up as much real estate as possible. You're protecting your brand, your author brand, and you're, you're just getting your books out there in, in as many places as possible. And, you know, there's the old uh, cliche, if you like, or not cliche, but there's an old marketing saying of the seven touches, and you know how it takes around seven times for people to actually see your brand or your products before they make a purchasing decision it's i find it's a little bit lower than that with books just because of the low price point um but you know you really want people to be seeing your books everywhere on amazon they search for whether they're searching for you or they're looking at your books or other books you want to get your books everywhere possible on amazon but you really also need to protect your own brand because if you're not advertising against your own keywords and your own ASINs, then you can guarantee that somebody else will be. So that's what I've got for you this week. Um, ultimately, the key thing to remember with these manual targeting campaigns is relevance. You make sure that everything you target, whether they're keywords, whether they're ASINs or their categories, make sure it's all relevant to your advertised book. Amazon ads place a huge emphasis on relevance now. The spaghetti on the wall approach, it may have worked four or five years ago, even two or three years ago but you know today it's really not sustainable and it also sends bad signals to Amazon that your books don't convert well 
if you're sending so much irrelevant traffic to your books and nothing's converting or very little's converting, it's going to be sending bad signals to Amazon that your books just don't convert. So make sure every keyword, every ASIN, every category that you target has a high degree of relevancy to your advertised book. So there's lots more content coming up for you as we dive deeper into Amazon ads and the many different opportunities, strategies and tactics. So thank you for listening to today's episode. Hope you enjoyed the content and have got a lot out of it. And with that, I'll be back with you next Wednesday and I'll leave you the same way I leave you every single episode. Have a fantastic week writing, a fantastic week advertising, and I'll see you again for another episode real soon.